0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Under the Stained Glass, where we take a look at the lesson that we had in church today, today from a a family point of view, usually from a family point of view. And I'm here with my partner, Ms. Whitney. Hello. And Today in church, we were looking at the parable in Matthew 13, through 46, of the hidden treasures, where Jesus talks about how the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that is buried in the ground and the man happens to find it, or that the kingdom of heaven is like a pearl of great value that that a man, a merchant, finds, and in both cases, it is The treasure is of such value that they give up everything to get hold of it. And we were discussing just how the treasure of the kingdom of God, the treasure of God's presence in our lives, brings us such great things that are worth so much, like God's wisdom in our life and His power Mm -hmm. and His love. So today we just want to chat a little bit about... How those things break down and how they manifest themselves, maybe, in our homes, in our kingdom, kingdom of God kind mm-hmm. of homes. So, you know, when we talk about wisdom, what does that look like, Ms. Whitney?
1: Well, Christianity is so great in a myriad of ways. We can go on and on forever about it, but especially in bringing hopefulness to believers through the promises found in the Word of God, mm-hmm. which is just so important in these times where it's maybe hard to feel hopeful in our situations like we're feeling right now. It might might wear us down, but we have those hopes in God's Word. It also gives value to the individual, especially children who might at times feel that their value is only really found in their parents or in their families. Hmm. And that's definitely not true. And believing in Jesus can really help to make that picture a little bit clearer for them.
0: Yeah, it's just so great to have not only that wisdom that helps kind of Make things clear when things get super confused. There are so many choices, number one, these days. Sure. Uh, there are lots of ways to go and lots of ways that we can approach life. But to approach life with God's wisdom it uh, helps just set those kinds of, of boundaries and standards. And then, of course, we have the power of the Holy Spirit that manifests itself in our families, that really communicates also to children and to ourselves that we're just not alone. Yeah. that no matter what the situation is, we have an advocate, we have a champion on our side. This is especially important for kids to know that they have someone with them that's powerful when their parents aren't there. Yep. That helps them in those fights against loneliness or in those situations where they're feeling rejection or in those high stress for kids, yeah. high leverage situations, whether it's taking a test or pitching mm-hmm. on the mound, which was a big one for my son, or, or just feeling a little bit lost at school to know that they can pray and that the Holy Spirit is actually with Absolutely. them. So they get that power. And then there's the love.
1: Absolutely. We, uh, we learn as Christians about this unconditional love mm. that we as humans, we can't really give. No matter how much we try, yeah. we're limited to human emotions and experiences. So for children and us as adults even, to experience that is worth so much, and it really changes your life.
0: Yeah to understand that love that's really shown to us in Christ and that God would love us enough yeah. to give his son for mm-hmm. us if we can get that across to our children and to even and believe ourselves that we really are that worthy that helps us and our children also develop empathy for others to see see others in that same light that they're that valuable to God I know that in schools these days they try and teach empathy, which is great, you know, but they teach it from a secular point of view. Mm -hmm. I think that when you have this power of God, that it's God's will. And there's there's a reason why we have empathy for one another because Mm -hmm. God's view of us is so, so exalted that he loves us that much. That I think it just really helps because kids, in a strange way, they know that God is real. There are really no doubt. All we need to do as parents is just keep pointing it out. They're so in tune with the love of God. It's kind of scary. It's kind of beautiful.
1: There's this experience that I believe we all share and go through. Now, I can't find a verse that would tell you this, uh-huh. but I absolutely believe it that when we're young, there's a loss or a fading of that inherent closeness or understanding of God. When we're babies or small children, I believe that we still have this subconscious understanding of God and heaven because we're not long gone from that place. Mm -hmm. We're just brand new here. But as we grow, that knowing fades, and it gets a little bit further off. So that's why it's really important to not just let your kids wander off and maybe stumble back into God, but to really be Purposeful with that, and to make sure that they know and that they're still staying close to God through everything, because it can happen. They can stumble back into God. We've seen it happen before, but we can't guarantee that that will happen.
0: Right? Because God, you know, we we know that God is always out there. He's always pitching. He's always trying to throw that line out and bait us and try and help sure. us to <laughs> grab our attention and just say, "Hey, here I am. Here I am." But how much better to really seek. God and to be intentional about Mm -hmm. that and to help our children be that way. I think it's interesting that in the two parables, you have two kinds of finders. You have the first one who's just kind of running across the field and he happens to see this treasure and say, oh, this is great. He's like, just stumbles into it. But the second one is this man who knows the value of the pearl that he's seeking for. And he's he's searching it out. And when he sees it, he knows it and he grabs it. And I think that's really what we need to do with ourselves. And with our children, to be more of that kind of seeker of God and to be always asking ourselves that question, Mm -hmm. you know, how much is this worth to us? How much is God's presence worth to us Mm -hmm. and having him in that home to have that kingdom home? And what kinds of things might we have to change or to do without in order to keep hold of that kingdom? Well,
1: that's a big question, isn't it? Mm -hmm. We as the church, we can create environments with godly spaces and activities and can provide biblical knowledge and facilitate worship even. But this is also a partnership. The church can only do for the family as much as the family will allow. So it really is up to the family to put an importance on faith and the church. In our verses today in Matthew 13, 45 and 46, it says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. So we really need to keep in mind that value of following God and that kingdom life and just really hold on to it and search for it all
0: we can. Absolutely. I mean, because in both of these little parables, the result was the same, that each of them understood the value of what they had, yeah. and they were willing to give up whatever they needed to give up to grab hold of it and keep it. And that's just a good, good advice for yeah. all of us, especially really as we try and raise a family of seekers and not stumblers yeah. in this faith. So thanks, Ms. Whitney. Thank you all Thank for you. being here today, and we'll see you again next week. Bye.